Hello and welcome to September's edition of our monthly episode of Snakey's Tap Talk. I'm joined by a very special guest today. Not only is she a kick-ass solicitor, a great runner, England stallball wannabe one day, <laughs> but more importantly, she is my wife. One year anniversary today, Victoria Hart, welcome to the pod. Hola, buenos dias. Yeah, I must add as well, she spent the last two days <laughs> in Spain learning Spanish using a Spanish-speaking app. I'm addicted to Duolingo. Honestly, it's like, oh, Vic, should we go out for, should we go to the pool in a minute? Oh, let me just, I'm not out of hearts yet. I mean, I just think you have to understand that you're addicted to those stupid games on your phone and effectively they've, they've said oh they've got me hooked it's like a game there's a learning element I can then practice on all the poor unsuspecting um people in the wait the restaurants over here yeah fun. well you're making a good start to it really I would say your Spanish learning has gone very well so far much better than mine I Gracias. must admit uh soy el nino I am the boy <laughs> um but so, how have you had? Have you found the holiday? We're near it. We go home tomorrow night. I know. Sad. It's a weird one. It's gone like really fast, but also I feel like we've done a lot. We have ticked off a lot. I think it hasn't helped. The weather has been quite hit and miss. So yeah, the rain in Spain does not fall mainly on the plane. It kind of fell for the first couple of days of the holiday, but it was alright. Yeah, it was quite funny. We went to La Sala by the Sea, uh, which is a beach club owned by many footballers. And, um, yeah, we had a day at the beach club yeah. where we had about 20 minutes worth of sun, mainly cloud and a bit of rain. Yeah, but actually, to be fair, I think in that situation, we were just sat on, like, some beds, kind of, like, the bougie beds all day. Yeah. Drinking rosé by the bottle. Sam was, Sam Hart was living his Li- best life. Living my best life, you know. <laughs> I, I didn't choose the uh, beach club goer life. Beach club go along. Yeah, a little, little bit, bit drunk. But what well, well, the cocktails are quite strong. But I think you're right. I think as far as the um beach club goes, as much as it would have been nice in the sun, mm. at least we spent one of the cloudier days doing something. Yeah, I think it would have absolutely destroyed me if it had been like a day like today. It is beautiful today, which is so nice, but my so fair, nice. My fair little skin wouldn't take it well. And I, so nice, and I've dragged you away to record a podcast. Yep. But we are having some lunch, so. We are. I set out a nice lunch. With it being a podcast, you know, we need to paint a picture. So we've got lovely selections of cheese. Yeah. Some nice bread, some crisps, lays ready salted. Some olives. We've got a little fruit platter later. And I've got some chorijo. 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 Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've and had a. And most bre- importantly. Well. Come on. Do I say it? Yeah. Or do you say it? Well, okay. you introduce what it is. Beer of the month. Snakey's um, beer of the month. Snakey's beer of the month. Um, it is actually my namesake, Victoria Maliha. Mm. So um, it's a lovely lager. Yeah. Now, taking some feedback from a friend of mine, we've put beer of the month at the beginning of the episode now, so that, you know, I can sell the beer to you. I can say, go try it. You can then see on... Twitter, Instagram, what the beer of the month is. And then when you listen to the pod, if you're not out and about, if you're just sat at home, chilling out, getting the most of the September sun, you can have a little beer and you can drink the beer of the month whilst listening to my dulcet tones. And they do. This is the Spanish beer and we always drink it out here, probably because 
well, to be fair, most of the restaurants around here do serve it, but also it is literally just called Victoria. Yeah, so, so I'm going to, even if it was horrible, I would have been in. Sold. As soon as we saw it, we were like, <laughs> we, this is our beer of the month, isn't but, it? It is available in Tesco. Available in on the three for five. Only in those deal, big bottles. The yeah, big yeah, bottles. Yeah. Um, great for a nice little pre-drinks back in the day. Those big bottles, or a walk into town. Yeah. After the pub. Um. So yeah. So Victoria Malaga. It is brewed in Malaga, which is about thirty-five minutes away from us. One day next time we're out here, I think we should do the brewery tour. Yeah. Little bit. Little bit of a fun fact. We went to a festival the other day. Which was sponsored by the beer, and there, it had its own stage. So there was a Victoria stage, the main stage. The, no, oh, no, it was the second, the stage, second yeah, stage. So sorry. we saw bands like Inhaler there, yeah, and Roisin Murphy was playing there as well. Chet Faker, Chet Faker as well. That was after Arctic Monkeys. Yep. Now we've got twenty-five centiliter bottles. So the thing with Spanish beers and beers when you're on holiday. It's almost a bit like less is more. As much as a nice pint, and I've had some great pints this week, mm. when it's really hot, little and often means keep that you can keep them cold. Because yeah. at that festival, we were drinking Victoria at the festival, and sort of we were getting the big Double cup, pints. Double pints. Mega pints. And by the time we got <laughs> to the end, it was um, interesting, to say the least, uh, the tastings. But it's a crisp lager. It's 4.8%. It's just an all-rounder. For some people, they might go and buy it in Tesco's, put the podcast on, drink it, and go, actually, do you know what? I'm going to bin off Carling. I mean, it's got something about it. It's not a dead kind of light lager. No. It's got, like, if you look at the colour of it, it's quite a bit darker. Um, yeah, and I think if it's a case of that, um, yeah, it's not a case. If you had it on tap, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be like, I don't know what that is. I think it's got quite a distinct taste to it. Yeah. But it still keeps that lager aspect to it yeah i'm just reading the back of it it's all in spanish i'm just seeing if i can decipher much of it i think it takes them 12 days to brew it do you reckon majoracion 12 dias i reckon so i don't know that must be style estillo and it's a lager yeah it's a lager but when we were out here in february we did they do a few different ones they do a negro and they do a um a radler they love a radler in spain don't they it's refreshing all yeah, the different companies that. do a Rudler. Do you remember when Foster's did a Rudler? Yeah. My nan used to be obsessed with Foster's Rudler. Really? Yeah, she used to buy it by the case. Because it's like 2%. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, go out to Tesco, beer of the month. I'll put a little thing on Twitter and Instagram for it. But that was... Snakey's beer of the month. So... This month's episode is all about holidays. No, what is it about? No, now? it's actually about romantic it's holidays. It's about couple holidays. Because there will be an episode. So I can't use lads, up. Lads, lads. Yeah, I can't use up holidays as one umbrella because I need longevity for the podcast. So we'll, You also have been on so many holidays. Yeah. So we'll be talking lads' holidays, family holidays, but today is all about the romantic holidays. The best holidays. Going away with the one you love. To a lovely place, sitting back, relaxing, chillaxing, but also we love an adventure. We love an adventure. So that's what today's all about, really. Yeah, I'm going to say our couple, I don't know, it's got a bit of a bad kind of, not bad name to it, when you get our oh, couple's holidays. I don't want people being like, oh, this is going to be a boring pod. No. Our couple's holidays do also involve us kind of staying up till 6 a.m., yeah. dancing to ABBA. Like, we, we, we do things. 
We had fun. Mm. We're gonna have to keep talking. I've just sorry. He's got a mouthful. Of... <laughs> <laughs> he's got a massive mouthful of a uh, pan con chorizo. So okay, starting off on the couple's holes. So we've been together kind of what six years? Yeah, coming up six years in November. Yeah, so we've done a few old holidays our time. We've repeated a few. Like I say, we're at Spain at the moment. So this is a bit of a home from home. Well, this is our yeah. This is our fourth time out here, but yeah. it feels like we've been here so many more times. Yeah, it does. But what's been really good about this week is that we've actually been to a lot of new places. So I feel like we always do though. We always mm. try and kind of like try new places, new things. I remember. Years ago, when my parents were sort of like toying with the idea of, oh, would we get a villa somewhere or could we get an apartment? I always sort of was against it, going, you don't want to go back to the same place every year. You want to um, go new place. But actually, it's quite nice because if you've had a busy summer like we have, you can just go and you haven't got to go to, you haven't got to research into what you're doing. It's like autopilot this holiday for us. We know where, what the airport we're going to know how we get into the apartment where the supermarkets are where the pool is how it all works yeah that's true i mean i don't get me wrong i love coming out here and i do, yeah we will always kind of do it as long as we've got yeah you know, your parents got this place we will always use it and love it but it doesn't take away from the kind of other holidays no definitely not so uh we'll let's start at the beginning of so our right, relationship right we'll from, go, we'll right from, from breaking one. sam hart's Couple holiday virginity. Now, a little fun <laughs> fact, and it's nothing against ex-girlfriends of mine, but I was always anti-couples holidays. I always looked at it and went, oh my God, I can't go away with just one person. You thought it'd be boring. Little did you know. I always felt like... You had a bit more then. No, I'd need to go away with like another couple so that me and one of the lads can have some beers by the pool, go play water polo and things like that. Yeah, you literally said that just the other day. You said, I always thought if I ever went on holiday with a partner, it would have to be with another couple. Yeah, but, you know, you've changed... Which is obviously fun too, but it's not yeah. needed. You've changed my outlook on that really, but... So we started at COS, so that was... September 2017, mm. so our first year together. So your first time in Greece? No, I've been to other Greek yeah. islands with family, I think. Ah, uh, okay. I did Kavos, obviously, you know, yeah. I was in Greece too. No, I've been but, to Greece a few times. But because, and we did an all-inclusive, but what worked quite well for us was that we did the all-inclusive. Now, all-inclusives have changed massively. Like, back in the day, you went to all-inclusive, it was a buffet restaurant, and that's it. Now you've got all inclusive with a buffet, two buffet restaurants, three a la carte restaurants that you book into, and you can go X amount of times on the holiday. And mm. the one in Cos was like it was a big old place, wasn't it? It had its own beach, couple of pools. Yeah, massive pool, mini it's golf, the biggest pool I've ever seen. I think in my life had its own mini golf. It had its own mini golf, which we played. We had yeah, the Cos Open. The Cos, and I think you I won. I think I won. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's one to tell yeah. the grandchildren. Um, but from a point of view, all included, I very much enjoyed it. It was just outside of Cos Town as well, so it was like a five-minute taxi into Cos Town. Yeah, and the hotel had a bike hire option as well, didn't we? So yeah, we hired bikes. bikes and cycled into Cos Town. Yeah. But where we did the all-inclusive quite well is that although we stayed in the hotel most of the time, we still did a boat trip. We still went into the town. <laughs> a couple, well, that's the story. We were talking about the boat trip. Okay. But we did a boat trip. Yeah. We did a. We went out for a couple of meals in Cos Town. I we think that's the bikes. thing. Like I've, I've done. I think that's. I've only ever done two all inclusives. I think, and they're not really. Although they're great, they're not something I usually have always gone towards because 
one of my favourite things about holidays is going to new restaurants and new bars and finding new places each night. So that all inclusive, I know you say they've got loads of other restaurants and things, it still takes that kind of part of the holiday away from me. Mm. Um, so I love that in between whereby we basically you've got to weigh it up. Are you going to make your money's worth doing an all inclusive and still being able to go out? And in our answer, yes, because we like a beer by the pool and I love. You just love a drink. You don't like, you know, all, I need these, all the soft drinks. There'll be people listening to this that love an all inclusive. I remember going on all inclusives with the family, with other families. And it was like, oh, is it 10 a.m.? Bars open now. And dad would come back with a couple of beers for him and mum, whatever. But a lot of people would be going like that. From Victoria's point of view, she just loves a drink. I do. And I'm here with my massive bottle with Aquarius. Yeah, we'd get them to sponsor the pod. We drank so much of it this week. Literally, we need to find them in England. They're so good. It's like a... Gatorade? Yeah, I suppose it's Luther's it's a bit like a pre-mixed, really nice squash that you can buy it's a bottle of. It's delicious. Um, but talking back quickly to the uh, all-inclusive the 10am start time, I don't know if Sam will remember this, but basically we got a super early flight to cause, like one of those 5am flights. <laughs> I do know where you're going. And um, we got off the bus. When they dropped us off at our hotel, we all sat in reception and they're kind of, because I think it was like an organised bus, wasn't it? And they're yeah. kind of sorting out everyone's their room. So like, it, it wasn't it was quite Thompson's ready. hotel, I think. Yeah. Thompson's holiday. It wasn't quite ready for us. So we just all sat in this really nice hotel reception. Sam's like, Vic, bar's open. We've got our wristbands. Should we just get a drink while we're waiting? I was like, yeah, yeah, obviously. Like, it's midday somewhere. Um, I think it was literally five past ten. Mm. Five seven. But the looks we got. As we carried our beers with our bags to reception. <laughs> we started as we meant to go on. Yeah, exactly. That was a very bougie holiday. Yeah. Um, but one of the quick little stories, we need to keep the... Yeah, keep moving, it flowing. The quick little story was we, we asked for a balcony room and they put us on the first... They put us on the ground floor. Yeah. And we were like, well, we want a balcony. And... W- the sort of terrace from the first floor as we sit on our terrace now. There were just loads of kids everywhere, wasn't there? Um, So we were like, well, we've asked for a balcony. Can you move us? They're like, we can't move you today, but we can move you tomorrow morning. So the first night in that hotel room, fine, sorted, no worries. The next day, I got sucked in by the board of activities. Hey, I was lying on my sunbed, you were next to me, and you were like, oh, I'm just going to, uh, I'll be back in a bit, let's go for a wander around the resort. Yeah, and then you were, then you texted me and were like, oh, they want us to go back to the room because we need to move our stuff into the new room. I said, yeah, yeah I'll, be, I'll be there in a bit. And then you were in the room, and then I got another text, I was like, are you coming or not? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there in a minute. Then another one. Then you moved, our, you had to move all our cases to our Two room. suitcases, two lots of hand luggage, messy Sam Hart, as you yeah. can imagine. And um, I came back with my medal and certificate. I'd won the darts tournament. Yeah, he'd beaten some poor nine-year-old from Burnley to a darts tournament. You know, you've got to teach them early that there are winners and losers in life. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was one that probably not my... But then I have got I did that on a family holiday and that will be spoken about on another pod. But yeah, so yeah. that was Cos. Then we did Spain in the apartment. Yeah, which we love and we've kind of each year kind of gone back to some things that we love doing like some restaurants that we go back to each year yeah a lot there's a lot of nice and it is a lot more chilled out here it's quite it's a good mix of brits abroad and not brits abroad i don't know you say brits abroad but i think people are going to get that view of like 
full English for two euro fifty. No, it's not no. like that. It's a very very nice one here. It's very golfy. Um, yeah, there's a lot of golf courses. If I yeah. could actually play golf, I'd have a field day out here. Yeah, you would. Um, but I can't. So, but we like Spain. Like it's a, it's what I would call an apartment style holiday. It's basically like being in Worthing abroad. I don't know what what it is about this particular um, complex of apartments, but we were just on the beach the other day, and Sam bumped into two older couples. People that know Sam know that he's like a bit of a chameleon. He might be in his like late twenties now, <sighs> but suddenly he can morph into like a fifty year old man in like an instant. And let's see, I know he's like best friends with his two old older couples on the beach. I'm like, yeah. hey, from Worthing. Yeah, Chris and Ken, lovely. Not Chris, not to be confused with Chris and Ken from Love Island. No, not Chris and Ken from Love Island. Um, yeah, there's loads of people from your yeah, there's a lot of apartments, isn't there? Yeah, it, I think it's one of those. It's like you, um, you get one of your mates gets an apartment when you're a man of a certain age or a couple of a certain age, and then it's like, oh, one, oh, we liked it when we went out there with you. Oh, if one comes available, we will look at it. And, we look at the board, we always look at the board and think, oh, why don't we, we could buy out here one day. So I'm doing my Duolingo stuff. Yeah, ready. <laughs> they need lawyers in Spain. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'd like to retire, but yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> so we, we class this an apartment holiday. We come in, we go to the supermarket, stock the fridge up, but we don't cook at the apartment. Like, this is the first lunch, really, we've had at the apartment. Yeah, Today, it is. isn't it? And that's only because we're recording a podcast. It's super hot as well, though. She kind of don't really get... We've got Javier's, so the swimming pool has got a pool bar run by Javier. I owe him a bit of money, I need to go pay him. Yeah, you do. Um, but he's really nice, and I've had a very, you know, I think some would call it a major achievement mm. of a um, holiday, is that we went to Antonio's for dinner on the first night, had a lovely paella. Oh, amazing paella. And then we went to Antonio's for lunch the other day before we went to the music festival. And um, I'm actually on first name terms with them now. Oh, Sam loves it. They he walked just... in, they tapped me on the shoulder, went, Hola, Sam. I'm thinking, I've made it now. The waiter could... that looked like he played for like Real Madrid. Yeah. yeah. Tapped me on the shoulder, Hola, Sam. I thought, right, I've made it. I'm on first name terms at the restaurant. I'm a local. Everyone's had that. I spe- ter- like restaurants in Turkey do that, don't they? I think it's a really good tactic. And actually, when we later on in the pod come to our pub of the month, I think yeah. this is probably what has won it for them i think it is that it's really good service to pay attention to your customers and kind of just do that little bit extra to make them feel like a little bit certainly in a place like this you want it to be a bit of a home from home so you want them to be like oh sam yeah yeah yeah. your normal table Um, (laughs) (laughs) let's brush over that one um but yeah so and then we went to st lucia for the cricket so where we are in spain no, I haven't actually. No. So we flew into well, no, I mentioned that we're we near flew Malaga. Into Malaga. Then we head He's west. Just doing the never reach red week. Just for people, we're all west towards Marbella. Yeah, but we're not as far as Marbella. But we are going to Marbella tonight for our anniversary dinner. We're going to Nobu. Nobu, very bougie of us. Very excited. Um, but yes, we're about twenty minutes from Marbella. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a lovely area, as Vic said, very golfy. Quite English, but also I think there was a no, Dutch. Not Spanish, is that? Yeah, Spanish and Dutch couple as well yeah. yesterday. Um, and I think Mum and Dad bought the apartment from a Swedish man, so yeah, very multicultural. Most yeah, yeah. Um, and one thing we found is that we, when we were out here in February, we found a lovely little coffee shop at the top of the hill. Mm. And I sent Vic to get some coffees the other morning, 
I didn't. I said I sent you. Where was I? You were just asleep in bed, not Yeah. Pleased. I got a text saying, "Oh, really bad news. Coffee shop shut." Gutted. So we walked up there to just go to the supermarket, really get something. And we were like, "Oh, this sounds like there's something upstairs." Don't know what that is. No, the coffee shop hasn't shut. It's just doubled in size. It's moved. It's bigger and better than there before. Yeah. Tasty bakery. Tasty bakery, Mirror Florence. If you're over here, check it out. The Lovely pastries, stuff. The croissants are to die for. I had an empanada this morning. Mm. It was very nice. Ham and cheese. Mm. But so that's Spain ticked off on the type of holiday we do. Mm-hmm. St. Lucia was for cricket. I dragged you to go watch cricket, I but mean, you've never looked back. The amount of people when I said, oh, I'm going to St. Lucia to go to cricket, they looked at me like I'm mad. And I had to look at them back and go, I'm going on a 10-day holiday to a beautiful Caribbean island with only a day and a half of cricket. You're mad for thinking I'm mad. Mm. But I did kind of think, I don't know how much I'm going to enjoy this, but can confirm the Windies know how to cricket. So the thing about St. Lucia, the thing about all the Caribbean islands um, is that cricket is a way of life for them. Like, we went to the one day and England were horrendous, absolutely awful. But oh, yeah, it ended early, didn't it? Didn't and it ended, like, quicker than T20, But basically. it wasn't like in England. So if you went to a one-day, uh, I don't know, at, say, um, the Aegeus Bowl or whatever, and it ended at 3 o'clock, like this one did, everyone would kind of finish their drinks and kind of go home early. No, no. So, Lucia, they were like, right, we put the stadium. They had a DJ, the, didn't they? They put the stadium the whole day. They had a band and the, a DJ. The they DJ like, was going on the microphone going, I'm booked till eight. We're staying we're and staying partying. And we're partying. And, and a, that is what we did. And a lot of the people, it was a Saturday. So, a lot of them were like working in the morning. And they were just, we got in there and we were like, ground's half empty, but it was a sellout. But it, what it is, they all work in the morning and then they just slowly filter into the ground. Because for English fans, Going to cricket, it's a day out, it's a full day. because, And I think part of the issue with that is the, the ticket prices in England. Yeah. And we'll talk about, we'll, I'll do a proper pod about going to the cricket. That'll be a nice monthly one because I've just been to Lords and I, I love a day out of the cricket. But I think you pay so much for a ticket in England that you feel like I have to be in for the first ball. I have to watch every over and I have to make the most of the day. Yeah. I think the tickets were about... 15 quid. 10. I think, and also I think probably locals get a little bit cheaper anyway. Mm. I think we probably paid a bit more being... And I think tourists. that's where the, the difference in attitude is and that's why it's more of a party atmosphere and why they, you know, they just turn up when they can turn up. They yeah. don't they don't feel they have to lose a day's worth of work to go and watch the cricket. I mean, also the weather was fantastic. Yeah, um, always helps. It does help, yeah. When you know. in one of the stands it's just got a big swimming pool. Yeah, but... St. Lucia, we, and as Vic mentioned, we did a day and a half of cricket. We did zip wiring through the trees. We oh, hired yeah. a car. Yeah, we hired a jeep. So much to Sam's kind of, he did not want to hire a jeep. So this is effectively what I said to Sam is, yeah, I'm happy to go on like a really nice holiday watch cricket. Of course I am. Um, but when Sam and I got together, Sam was very much uh, a grammar, all-inclusive holidays, a lima Sam lounger. I might play a bit of like bat and ball and waboba in the pool. But that was kind of as like your adventure, unless it was a theme park. That was just, yeah, I that love theme That is what you did. Wasn't that was it? as far as it went. Whereas I'm a bit more into kind of adventuring and going to new places. And if I don't go to Sun Lounge all week, really don't care that much. Um, so we we always said that St. Lucia would have to be a happy balance because we do a bit of chilling by the beach and pool, and then we do some adventure stuff. Mm. And I said, oh, <laughs> I 
kind of didn't look too much into it, but I said I wanted to hire like a really cool like soft top Jeep to drive around the island. So we've got a Suzuki Jimny. Which we, yeah, and I loved we it. We enjoyed it. Sam wasn't allowed to drive because he wasn't old too enough. Too young. <laughs> Under, that's the thing about going for a younger man, Victoria, that <laughs> I am weighted on hand foot because I was too young yeah. to drive. So I then had to drive everywhere for those few days and the roads were treacherous. A lot of the islands, you're not even... um allowed to take the higher cars too because the roads are kind of unadopted tracks and they're, they're just not good for cars um well, there were a few hairy moments that hairy. the google maps took us the wrong way onto like dodgy know. estates yeah dodgy estates but set more importantly like to set the picture for you we were driving through the st lucia's really mountainous it's got the pitons the mountains there beautiful stunning um but very mountainous and we're driving through the mountains it, we were like rally drivers sam was my co-pilot he had to have google maps up so that we could tell we knew where the when the hairpin bends were coming because it was terrifying yeah it was it was fun. Not really fun <laughs> we did a boat trip as well st yeah. lucia like honestly the four holidays we're talking about today cos spain st lucia and cape dam i i could recommend every single one of them all for different reasons mm. but St Lucia was fantastic and the thing that about St Lucia that I found was that it was just so relaxed so it was like relaxed dining so I was able to I wore flip-flops most nights I didn't yeah. have to wear I didn't have to dress up for dinner no and we went for the cricket and England football footballers are moved away like all footballers they're in a bubble they're moved away cricketers they live shoulder to shoulder with you. They live side by side with you. We were walking down to, and I'm a very confident person. I will be honest with that. I'm not confident when I bump into cricketers. I walked past Joss Butler and Moe Nally, Adil Rasheen, Jason Roy, and honestly, my voice box went. My vo- I think it fell out my ass. It was awful. You turned into a 13 year old bumping into to One Direction. Yeah, it was all, it was horrendous. Um, but that's the thing. It's just so relaxing. It's like one. Row of bars and restaurants, like night Caribbean nightclubs are awesome as well. Yeah, I think like you say, it's just party vibes. Um, you touched on the boat trip and I know this is a beer related pod, but I mean just talking about alcohol in general in St. Lucia, obviously rum, rum punch, ace, I like a rum, you like a rum. I love a rum. We got off a ten hour flight, had a nap whilst watching The Little Mermaid, woke up and we're like, oh my God, like we're meant to be going out to this like street party tonight that we'd like to hmm. go to, the hotel had organised the, the trip there too. And I was like, come on Sam, just drag our jet lagged asses out of bed. And there's loads of just kind of stools saying rum punch. Like, yeah, 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 went to one of them. They're, quickly, a little side thing. You yeah. say rum punch, a lot of it was rum punch. That's what I'm about to say. He gave us a glass and I was like, why is it like orange, like fruity looking? It's just, expect a punch to be it literally just looked like a glass of like spiced rum and i was like oh maybe it's kind of apple juice or lime juice mm. something in it no it was just rum and the punch was the hit of the it alcohol it was like a punch rum punch to the face it was this bloke had like big raster hair he laughed at us when we drank it and he had one of those like big metal not metal glass I can't think what the word's called. Like you have at like weddings, yeah. Like those, and Kilner jars you have like at yeah. wedding, and, they put like and it just had like cinnamon, in. like all the different. It was spices basically in it. his own little rum punch moonshine, and wow. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of dutty whining as well, wasn't there? There was. And then the last holiday we're going to touch on as well, Cape Town. Now this was a multi-city break for us. It 
means a lot to us as well because it's where we got engaged. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. So there, there's always that reason and that's the story we'll talk about. But that was good. Again, we hired a car. I was old enough to drive it by this point. Yeah, we kind of did share the driving though. We today. did share the driving. But I was old enough to drive. Now, you get off of South Africa's like a 12-hour flight and you get to the Avis rent-a-car. Other rent-a-car companies are available, but we used Avis. And um, please sponsor us. Please sponsor. <laughs> and uh, we got there, and she goes, Right, this is your car key. I think we had like a Toyota. And this is your car key. This is your sat nav. Get the Avis app. Download the Avis app. She went, Press the lock button five times for your panic button. This will tell us where you are. If you get carjacked, just give them the car. Mm. Keep your possessions locked at all times. Mm. And we were like, sorry, what? We've just got off a 12-hour flight and you're just telling us that there's a chance we might get carjacked. Yeah, so this is another situation where I think I was the one that kind of really pressed for it. Before we went away, yeah. I was like, yeah, we'll hire a car and we'll drive around. I remember Sam just being a bit like, oh, I don't know, I've heard these stories. You just, I was like, it'll be fine. And so we we did... Camps Bay, which was fantastic, like Beautiful. bit like long row of bars and restaurants. Codfather is one of the best restaurants Codfather, I've ever been to. Incredible! Literally, you walk in and you kind of you hear about everyone says anyone that's been to Cape Town goes, "Oh, you've got to go to Codfather," which sounds like a dodgy fish and chip shop on Scarborough Beach. But you go I think in, there is a Codfather on Scarborough I'm Beach. I'm sure there is, you know. But you go in and there's like, you feel like you're walking to a fishmonger's to start with because the first thing you see is a proper fish counter with the ice, everything all laid out. And then you kind of go through and there's tables, there's a sushi restaurant. But then what they do is they take you and you get like a metal bowl, don't you? Mm. And then you go up to the fish counter and you point. With a waiter. With a waiter and you point what you want. They put it all into a bowl and they just cook it for you. And there's not much choice. There's no menu effectively because you pick from the counter and then you either have it with what rice, potato wedges salad mm. but my god some of the best Bones, fish i've ever prawns. had the tuna steak the just prawn incredible. was the size of a lobster um yeah so camp's bow is brilliant then we drove down to franchuk which is the wine country Good now if, if you ever go to south africa book in a wine tour you can't one, not you can't not i am a i like wine i had a horrendous hangover that day <laughs> after the wine at about 7pm and yeah. it really went off into the evening when we went to a little microbrewery it was just we went to South Africa just after I started the tap tour yeah. so I was pushing boundaries my craft beer and um, yeah South Africa were very welcoming to tap yeah tour. we got free drinks we got free glasses we got one company sent us beers to our hotel yeah they were like oh do you want to come and do a brewery tour but because we'd already kind of arranged our trip we didn't have a huge amount of time either way because we're getting internal flights as well over to Durban and things we're like oh we'd love to but we can't they said oh you know where are you staying we're like okay sounds like this is weird and I, I got a bit nervous being like why are we telling some random bloke on Instagram where our hotel room turned off and they sent us loads of beers beers in a glass which I still use today yeah proper um but yeah so the wine tours are incredible Really easy to, like, really accessible, easy to navigate. You pick your route. There's, like, coloured trams. You pick your route and you just get dropped off at each winery. You have 45 minutes there, a couple of glasses each place. Well, no, I think you can probably have longer, but we just, we just try to squeeze in as much as possible. Yeah, we wanted to go to as like, many as we could. Right, we're doing at least five. 
Yeah. And then I realised that we started at about 11am and the first one we did, they gave us five tasters and they weren't shy with their tasting sizes. And I just looked at Sam as we left the first place and I thought, oh, this is going one way and one way only. Yeah, it really did. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, but, and we went to Brewing on the way back and then once we finished there, we gave the car back. And then we just Ubered. Very, obviously, Uber gets bad rep in a few places, but South Africa, very safe good drivers there was one where Vic had forgotten our glasses the night that we got engaged and we were going to like this dinner with a show sort of thing and I kept it a surprise so we got there and I went yeah there's a show and Vic was like well I can't see yeah I'm a bit short-sighted I wasn't in contact then so I had to get the Uber driver to take me back to get your car and he was so buzzing we'd got engaged so like South African South African people get a quite bad rep no, I think, like, yeah, I think the crime rates is stuff yeah, to worry about. But. but actually, so many nice people that we met yeah, on lovely. that trip. But, you know, from a beer point of view, because this is a beer podcast. Yeah. Cos was Mythos. I was going to say, we've t- touched back. Yeah, we'll have to go back. Is. So, Cos was Mythos. Mythos. Lovely. Nice. Refreshing lager. Especially when you kind of, we do a boat trip like Sam says, we actually had to like get off the boat, straight onto a beach bar, straight into a... Big, Big and mythos. with the mythos, have like the pool tops, yeah, rather than like a bottle, yeah, bottle top. But yeah, and then Spain, obviously, we've touched on Victoria today's beer of the month, yeah. But also with Spain, I think you've kind of sport choice got Alhambra around yeah. here, yeah. Estrella, we've had a bit Estrella, of Estrella, Cruz yeah. Campo, yeah. Cruz Campo, I've just been up the top supermarket, get some bread, there's mm. big cans of Cruz Campo, yeah. Um, I, mean, I like Spanish beer, and, and then like the tennis club, which is just over the road from us, they. It's weird. It's a tennis club in Spain, but their beer of choice is Amstel. Yeah. Which I'm not complaining. I like an Amstel, but maybe not in Spain. I'm quite funny. When I go abroad, I'll only drink the local stuff, really. Yeah. Um, so wine and beer, I'll look what's from the country. Um, and I think that's a really fun way of kind of travelling around and trying mm. new things. Yeah, definitely. It's quite funny. When we come to Spain, there's a little bar at the bottom of the road called Bridges. And it's nice. We've had a breakfast there before. But the amount of times we've been out here, my dad's gone to me. Oh, are you going to Bridges for a it's Sunday a, roast? It's a Scottish bar. It's a Scottish bar. Yeah. He's like, oh, are you going to Bridges for a Sunday roast? Ian, it's, it's 32 30, degrees. Yeah. degrees. I'm not having meat and gravy. Um, I'll go to the Woolpack in Fishbourne for that. Yep. Shout um, out the Woolpack. So, then St. Lucia is Piton. We oh, really Piton enjoyed Piton. Great, yeah. I love Le- it as well. Particularly these little, like... Stubby cooler things, those bottle yeah. coolers. But then also the we had the little cans, didn't we? They do it in cans and bottles. Yeah. Which that's always quite a good one because some beers don't travel well cans and bottles. It's those um three hundred and thirty it was like the almost looked like um you know the pre mixed drinks, like the yeah. cans, it was that shaped can. Yeah, like a long Longer thin one. Yeah, rather big. than a little stubby one. Yeah. And then Cape Town, the two map we did lots of crafts. We did like the Young Guns Brewery was Durban. Yeah. We did Cape Brewing Company in Cape Town. But sort of the Cape Town, like, well, just South Africa in general has got like a big beer went to the culture. Joe Brewing Company yeah, as well. That we was nice. Little, like, did like a tasting yeah. board. Um, but the main ones in South Africa really were Castle Lager and Castle Light. Um, now I'm gonna be for some of the more. Uh, aficionados of lager you might hate me for this but castle light was actually my because it was quite hot proper session, session yeah lager. just that a little bit colder it's a bit like a, what a heineken silver is now like 
a little bit less percentage, but just that little I bit. I think if you're out there for a full day, I mean, we haven't really mentioned it, but at Durban, we flew <laughs> for our cricket for South Africa. We did um, a one day in Cape Town and it was like, incredible the bluest skies ever and newlands the cricket stadium in cape town is like if you don't know what we've not been possibly one of the most beautiful views in the entire world because off one side of it you just have table mountain in the background i think it's got to be the most picturesque cricket ground in the world it's got to be incredible um so we had a fantastic day there sunny day watching all the cricket and just yeah amazing day and then flew over to durban and it was like so I mean, completely different temperate, like climate, other side of South Africa. It was like thirty-four degrees, hundred percent humidity, and it just rained all day. It was like being in we got in the taxi at the airport, and they said, "Oh, where, why are you here?" We said, "Oh, we're here for the cricket." They went, "You won't watch any cricket, mate." I said, "What do you mean?" They went, "Well, the thing about Durban is when there's cricket on, it rains. That's why they, yeah, yeah. that's why they don't have a Test match in Durban anymore no. because it will just get rained off." And did it rain? Oh, God. Oh, boy, it rained. I think we saw about eight overs. I think we maybe saw seven or eight overs, but we still spent seven and a half hours drinking at that stadium. Yeah, just hoping that the cricket was going to come back on. And it's quite funny. We bumped into Tom Banton, Clang. Sorry, I've dropped oh, that name. Didn't bump into him. We bumped we into him. Oh, no, at, at the pub. Oh, I was and, <laughs> and we bumped into him in London recently. And we were telling him about how when we were pissed at them, we had a selfie with him. And he, he didn't remember us, but he remembered that day. and. Mm. how um, magical Cape Town is and how Durban just rains. Rains a lot. But, I mean, also, uh, my my bowling expertise was shown in, in One of some hats. I did. So you just, like, walking around and they had, like, Castle had loads of different stands and they had it set up where they had wickets and you had to kind of proper cricket bowling. Um, and if you managed to, well, bowl them out, yeah, hit the you won a hat. Yeah. And Vic uh, got it on the second go. Yeah, you, you had to win me a hat, didn't you? Yeah, I had to win him a hat then, because Sam's, um, <laughs> Sam's not a natural bowler. I've always been a batsman, he says. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's our four holidays. We've just got a few funny stories, really, because yeah. we've got to keep this light. Yeah. It's not just an information pod. It's got, hmm. on the little tabs, I have put comedy. Comedy, have you? Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean to be a comedian. I just fell into yeah, it. Yeah, I'm. I am like I've read Bob Mortimer's book on this holiday, and if I could do what Bob Mortimer done and just fall into comedy, my life would be complete. I think. Yeah. Um, I do keep telling you to do a stand up. Yeah, I think I'd. The, you know, like I, a um, like open, open mic. mic I, I'd love to. I think my biggest issue with that would be is that I, I don't take criticism well. But no, I think your biggest issue. Yeah, you don't. You're right. But I think your biggest issue is also when I said, oh, maybe you should try for my stand-up. And you went, yeah, yeah. What's saying like Edinburgh Fringe? I was thinking, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> thinking like comedia on a Wednesday night. You're thinking <laughs> the Egremont open mic night. Um, so, yeah. So, well, when we went to Cos, we've met Vic's crying. <laughs> it's that funny. It's that, I'm that funny. Vic's got, got tears. I've got some pollution in my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just so emotional to be here. Yeah. Well, you're emotional talking about the Cos boat trip. Right, you okay. did one of those cosboat trips. You go to like two different islands. You jump off and swim in the sea for a bit. They put on a bit of food for you. Like barbecue off the front of the boat. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was like quite not a massive boat, but like a proper sailing. Yeah, boat. it was almost like a pirate ship. Not that big, but yeah, like a. But like it was, it's a it was set out as a. Pirate yeah, yeah, yeah. Ship. So we're we're going on this boat and. It was just, windy. Yeah, windy, but a bit backstory. Victoria, a bit Victoria's literally got a degree in marine geography. 
She's I done like many boats. a boat trip. I like she sailing. Likes the sea. Yeah, I know, I know. But I don't like the fear of dying, though. Doesn't like choppy water. <laughs> no, it and... wasn't choppy water. No, come on, you're doing me a disservice. <laughs> Basically, I don't like thinking I'm going to drown on some, like, there were no life jackets. No, it was like the Titanic all over again. So basically, it was a bit choppy and I was absolutely fine. And we're all lying there and you're kind of getting a bit wet from the spray because the wind was going one way, the waves were going another way. Fine. And then the captain kind of just yelled out and went, ready for water park, in a very strong Greek accent. And I looked at Sam and went, we're not stopping at a water park. I don't really understand. Obviously, they do this trip all the time. There must be, as you go round the coastline, the way the tide is going, the wind, the waves, I don't know, suddenly these kind of two-foot chop turns into five-foot monsters and the boat was going all over the shop. boat was absolutely soaking we were, wet. We were so... We were drenched. Proper drenched. Like, um, our towels actually wrung out. And, again, anyone that knows me listening to this knows that I do like to talk a bit. So, Victoria was like, well, this is fine because it's not ideal... It's choppy, it's quite, I'm feeling a bit scared, but it's fine because Sam will just talk to me and calm me down. Basically, when I'm nervous, I like to just keep chatting to take my mind off the fact that I think I'm going to slide into the sea and die. Sam, when he gets a bit nervous, goes dead silent. silent. And that's not a good combo. I have nothing like, to say. nervously talking and being like, come on, you need to talk to me. It's like, you need to talk to me. I was like, I, I literally have nothing to say. He sat there and was say. like, I, I can't, he was nervous too. So I ended up reciting... The Brighton squad and telling you a little fact about each player, yeah. what number they wore, where, who we signed them from. Yeah. And that was all I could offer. But other than that, would recommend the boat trip. Yeah, Very good. good. Although, do you remember I got nervous jumping off the boat? You didn't jump off? No, I had to like slide in. You refused. Yeah. yeah. You went off the little kid bit. Yeah. Hey ho. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're currently sat on the veranda and the tennis club have clearly got a Tina Turner. Um, tribute acts simply going on, the simply the best going on. Yep. I've been David Brent, you've been simply that. Um, but it's not Team Turner we're going to be talking about when we talk about Spain, it's ABBA. Now, there's a little bar five, ten minute taxi away called Legends in La Cala. It is it's like a cabaret club, it's a cabaret club. club. I think that's the best. Right? We who have we seen there? We've seen the Jersey Boys, Lionel Richie, Jersey Boys. Four men under a lamppost. Four men under a lamppost. Singing songs. Um, Lionel Richie, Take That and Robbie Williams, yeah. ABBA. We've yeah. been quite a few times. Uh, we, we didn't go this time. We couldn't get booked in. Um, that might have been a blessing. Who knows? Because we always get properly pissed there. Yeah, we really do. So the night in contention we're talking about is 2018. It was before Sam Hart had a beard. And we um, we went to see ABBA. The ABBA tribute act called Voulez Vu. Should really be called Vule 2. That's what we are, Abba Tribute Act, would be called. Yeah. Um, or, oh, because we couldn't get booked in this time, we're a bit bitter about it on the night. Vule who? Vule who? Um, and we went to see Vule Vu and we had a great night. And the thing is, they don't give you a yard. In footballing terms, they man-mark your drink. As soon as you've got like <laughs> half left, they're over. Do you want another? Do you want another? And then they stand They're there. like Davina McCall. Yeah. Do you want another one? They stand there and they, so you you don't, you can't even be double parked. So what they do is they'll bring you drink over and then they will Wait stand there while you down one. your other one. Um, and actually it turns out when we were there in February that they don't like people not spending money and drinking. We spent a lot of money in February. 
and we found out that you know you're almost blacklisted if you don't spend much yeah. money in there. Quite yeah, we actually cut got broke. as we were leaving, the owner actually like congratulated us. Like, yeah, well done. Right, Ninety-five euros. I don't actually remember leaving. She if went. I'm honest, she went. See that table over there? Thirteen euros. Yeah. She have like you know in those spin classes where you have a leaderboard. A score. Yeah, you should each each table should have a leaderboard. Who can spend the most money? Do you remember how hungover I was? I was Horrendous. Like, sleep, like a wet flannel. We said about going the next night, didn't we? And she went, "I'll oh, text me in the morning." I te- I've checked my text. I'd text her at like midday saying, sorry, sore heads. Won't yeah. be there. But so this time, 2018, went to the ABBA, had a great night, ended up back at the apartment dancing to Fernando. Yeah. Like not just dancing. Like strictly style. Strictly come strictly dancing. Come dancing. Yeah. Lots of neck movement. Yeah, like whiplash and Until day. like 4am and then woke up on the sofa, 6am, all the lights on with ABBA just playing in the background. Yeah. Um, but it's maybe the first time we've done that. Um, it won't be the last. Won't maybe sums up our holidays. Yeah. Um, and then from a St. Lucia point of view, we it was the day after the cricket, after the T20, and we we'd gone into there was a sports bar called Kiwis. Loved it. It was brilliant. That the all... best coconut jumbo shrimp I've ever had in my life. Football flags everywhere. The England team watched the Liverpool game that week there because Moeen Ali was in there wearing a Liverpool shirt didn't know he's a Liverpool fan you do now um and yeah we we were like oh we'll have a night out at Kiwis it's just a re- again relaxed dinner t-shirt shorts flip-flop sorted so we've walked up and I'm I've walked into a bar and I'm like oh, there's no tables so we're, we're they have like those like higher like you know the higher tables that you sit six people around like almost like a bar type table but wider so we're like, oh, what are we going to do? And then a couple get off at the end of a table. And we're like, right, there's two seats there. And Victoria just takes upon herself to go to the family of four that were sat there eating. Said, no, oh, well, we- no, I said, say, no, I said to you, look, that couple are leaving. They obviously don't mind. Sh- the other family of four, they don't mind sharing because they've already had a couple set up with them. Should we just go and ask them? Look and I Sam. went. Sam was uh, uh, yeah, literally. Uh, like, oh. And Ooh. normally he's like the confident one, and I'll be like in a restaurant. Oh, Sam, you ask, and he's kind of I get word out. So I was like, fine, I'll go and ask. Little did I know, we were sat next to Chris Jordan, England, and at the time Sussex pace bowler, Just all round cool guy, really cool guy with really his family. Obviously, he lived in Sussex as well. So I sat down. And I really and Victoria was like said to. CJ, yeah, chat to his mum. Like, you sure? And I just said, "Sorry, mate, I'm I'm from Worthing. Um, we watched it yesterday." He went straight away. What did you think about my court and bold? He, that was a good, good yeah, wicket. one hand court yeah. and bold. He was like, "What do you think about my court and bold?" Straight away. So then we got chatting. Then we started talking about mutual friends. He knew our mate Swifty, didn't he? He was like, "Oh, Swifty boy, I like <laughs> yeah." He went, "Oh, Swifty boy, I like Swifty." Um, and in the end, we had this amazing just chilled dinner sat with Chris Jordan so Sam spoke to Chris Jordan all dinner I spoke to his mum and dad yeah it was really cute and then actually found his mum and dad were staying in our hotel yeah and then at the end and then we saw him at breakfast yeah, the next day like, didn't Hi. we and that but the funniest part of it is was that Chris Jordan said to me at the end he like sort of scooted up from him and was like can you do me a favor and take a picture of uh me and my parents I said yeah I'll do your deal I have I'll have a photo with you if I can take and I'll take one of your parents so then when he put this photo up of family on his Instagram, I was like, yeah, I took that. Yeah. So, no yeah. photo credits, though. 
No, and then we ended up going into a nightclub and him and Carlos Brathwaite, another clang. Sorry, I'll pick that one up. Mm. Him and Carlos Brathwaite, um, yeah, ended up at uh, this nightclub throwing shapes. I think that's a good thing. Where we stayed in St. Lucia, we stayed in Rodney Bay, which is quite like the touristy, but also local area. So it's not too touristy like that. I'm not talking like super touristy, but it's where you're going to stay, I think, on the island most likely. Mm. And, but it's not too big. It's just like one kind of road of really cool kind of bars and restaurants. See, so if you're a cricket player playing in St. Lucia, you're going to be staying. You're going to be out and about on that. Do you remember there was that bar that Ben Stokes was playing pool in that bar? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Rodney Bay is the area to stay in St. Lucia. If you want to do a bit of cricket player spotting. And it's not far from the, um, the, the ground either. No, not at all. Darren Sammy stand. Stadium. Stadium. What's that? Johnson Charles. Johnson and Charles. then he was on our flight home, he was. wasn't he? Yeah. Good UAE. knowledge. Yeah. Uh, for the Dubai T20 yeah. or T10, maybe. But yeah, so we loved St. Lucia. Like all the holidays that we talk about today, are, as I mentioned, are ones that I'd recommend to anyone. Um, romantic holidays, like, as I said, couples holidays, never thought they'd be my thing, but. You have changed my outlook on that. And oh, that's yeah. where we get to Cape Town. Ah. Uh. So I said one thing. I said, yeah, I'll go to Cape, I'll go to South Africa. Oh, what an effort. No, to be fair, I was actually really dubious because it felt a little bit extravagant. Basically, we'd said about going for months and months and months, going in the end of January. And obviously January is always a bit of like money because after Christmas. We first looked in and- June. I just couldn't commit. And we we looked in June. We got <laughs> flight details and flight yeah. prices from one of Amy's friends in June. Yeah. And we booked it on the 28th of December. And I was drunk. <laughs> I had to get you pissed and go, please, can we go to South I Africa? was drunk. It was one in the morning. And in the end, I booked it. But then for the next week and a half, I had pure regret. And then didn't you, like, crack a tooth? And you were like, nope. I, I knew I shouldn't have booked South crack Africa. Crack a tooth? I had to have root canal and it was infecting. It was awful. And they were like, oh, if it gets bad and you're out there, it's not going to be good. So basically, I was just really worried that we were being reckless with money because we're going to hopefully buying somewhere together. And anyway, I thought, well, we pay for it now. We're going. Yeah. And I said, Sam, right, if we're going, I want to go up Table Mountain. Fine. Everyone that goes to Cape Town wants to go up Table Mountain. And I said, no, I'm not going on the cable car up. We are, we are hiking up we're Table go, Mountain. We're hiking. So you did the research. You found us an amazing um, oh, yeah. Fatima, Shout amazing guy. Fats on a hip. Fats on a mountain. Fats on a mountain, yeah. yeah. Um, she was incredible. Incredible. So we went on this hike with her. We had to set up at like 4 a.m. Yeah. And, um, it, yeah, it was it was a great start, really, wasn't it? Like, Well, so basically, it was just the three of us hiking up. I love rocks i love hiking i love mountains i like like the flowers so me and hafata are having an amazing time 4 a.m looking at the little like mountain flowers i'm not a big fan of walking basically sam's never climbed up a mountain never climbed up a big hill i don't think let alone a mountain no sisbury rip for those worthing listeners sisbury rings a struggle for me so he was really quiet behind us and it it isn't an easy walk. It is a bit of a scramble. So there are like um, some chains and things you've got to use. It's it's not an easy climb. Um, Sam was really quiet. I just thought he was struggling both physically mentally. and mentally <laughs> with the climb. And Fatima was like, oh, is he okay? And I was like, yeah, 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 it'd be fine. But actually, I had a ring in my backpack that I needed to transfer into my pocket at some point when Victoria wasn't looking. He was actually nervous because he was about to propose. Yeah, so we got to the top. 
I um, put my Hillside Rangers jumper on yeah, for, a for a picture. And then when I took it off and put it back into my backpack, that's when I got the ring in my pocket. Got a picture of the ring behind you. Yeah, you got a bit cocky. Yeah, and then we walked around to the main viewing platform, which is when I asked Fatima where the best spot overlooking Cape Town was. And we were really lucky because sometimes you don't get to see any of Cape Town because of the cloud. Yeah, yeah, the cloud like cleared away. It was stunning. Um, so we managed to get a cracking view. So I said to Victoria, right, I'll get a picture of you overlooking Cape Town in like a candid way. Yeah. But I, I, I don't even think I took a picture. No, I actually spoke about this the other day. Bit annoyed because it would have been a great shot. Yeah, it would have been a great photo, but I didn't get one. I just went on one knee and then you turned round to check the photo and the rest, as they say, is history. It was just you, me, our hiking guide and, and a group an, of and 24 a, very enthusiastic Italians. Going, we were there, we were there. <laughs> and then they were like, what did she say? <laughs> I had to tell them as well. Yeah, yeah which no, at that no, point no. you couldn't say no, basically. No. It was all very well planned. Basically, make sure you can't say no. Sorted, yeah. Um, <coughs> and then from there, we then went and had like a day together, just enjoying each other's company and just enjoying being engaged. Right? I'm only a couple of my mates knew. Well, I didn't even tell my dad that I was going to pop the question because I know he's such a big mouth. And um, <laughs> and then yeah, and then we told everyone that evening, and then. Um, we yeah had a great day at the cricket the next day they had like a text the dj for songs so i got them to play 500 miles by the proclaimers for all those tail enders fans out there and then um text again i think i asked like cool in the gang celebration just because i didn't know what song to do because i said oh could we have cool in the gang celebrating because we got engaged at up table mountain last night yes well yesterday morning and then it's like on a text number and I got a text back saying, hi Sam, would you like to come on the pitch at the half time break? Yeah. And suddenly, yeah, ended up on the pitch, half time break, on the big screen, explaining what happened. So yeah. the engagement got us to the pitch at Newlands in front of the bar. And then when we, because I was wearing a Brighton shirt, yeah, got the as telly. I do, when we go and watch cricket, it was like when we're walking around all the England fans. Sorry, I've just been bitten by an ant. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, all the England fans went going around going, oh, well done, mate. Congratulations, congratulations. So, all in all, they were all very, very good holidays. They were. I think we had a lot of fun. Thank you for changing my mind on couples' holidays. It's okay. I still do love a lad's holiday, and I still yeah, will go on Tell me about holiday. it. But you have changed my ways, my outlook on life when it comes to couples' holidays. And for that, I do thank you. Yeah. Now, we've been rambling on for a while, more yeah. so me. We need to get back to the pool, top up our time before we fly home tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. Lastly, the yeah. pub of the month. So, we kind of spoke about this because we wanted to do one out here because we're out here and yeah. it seems sensible. But we kind of haven't, there's not like loads of pubs. No, it's more bars and bars. it's like, it's trying to find a bar that we like but also that we can say, do you know what? If you're in this area and you're a Snakey's Tap Talk listener, go to this bar because we want you to have a good experience. Now, so, well, this one, it's kind of, from the outside, you wouldn't think it's anything special. No, it, literally, you wouldn't even know it's there. There's not a sign. No, it's We not. went for a lovely little meal down next door at a restaurant called Lash Lavash. And uh, 
it was the only reason we knew the bar was there because Google Maps shows that there's a bar called. Well, no, I didn't know that. No. We were sat in the garden, and it was a really cute little garden, really, really nice. And um, I noticed there was noise coming from the outside of the fence. I was like, "What is that?" Because the area it's in, it's quite um, uh, residential. And I was like, "What is going on next door?" And someone was like, "Oh, there's a little bar. Go afterwards." And I was like, "Yeah." Yeah. So we went to Steve's bar. Steve's bar in. Torre Nueva. Torre Nueva, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Steve's Bar, Torre Nueva. Now, they, the two people working were the most welcoming people I've come across in Spain. I think that's why. I mean, they that's aren't why, Spanish. Yeah. They aren't Spanish. You had a very, I had a very strong rum and coke. I had a very strong mojito. Yeah. But basically, the second, sometimes you can walk in one of those very local bars and you feel a bit uncomfortable. This is the exact opposite. We hadn't even stepped foot in yet. And the and it was lady like, behind the bar was like, hi. I, she was like, hiya. How are you? And then the bloke was straight up to us. was like, uh, we went to the bar. and went, no, go take a seat. We'll come take your order. And they were just so. Really nice. Yeah. So nice. So attentive. And um, yeah. Yeah. That Steve's is, bar is Steve's bar is Snakey's pub of the month. Pub of the month. Um, probably should do a little song to drink beer to. Anything by the Arctic Monkeys is what oh, I'm just going to say. That. Yeah, I went to. We Calumet went to House Festival. Insane. Uh, Sorry, ridiculous. I'm not going to. I'm probably going to piss off pod listeners, but my first ever Spanish festival, and I can categorically say. Spanish festivals better than British festivals. Much cleaner, nicer. I have nicer. never seen such a clean site. Even by the end of the night, two in the morning, no rubbish on the floor. It was just... The Brits, I'm sorry, would have just made that place like grey. No no queues for beers, really. Beers were actually fine. The toilets, even at the end of the night, were just fine. Everything was done through like these wristbands that you yeah, load no money onto. So you don't have to worry about cash. You can have your card... Don't you have to take cards? You yeah, can just have it. Is. And I said it so that if I went to ten euros, it automatically adds another twenty euros on. So if never you want to, you're never out of money. So that was brilliant. Arctic monkeys were fab. Arctic monkeys were incredible. Alex Turner, what a front man. Yeah, I don't know if that's him more me or Sam. Yeah, and then the last part of the pod for today, and then we will wrap it up. This is a new thing that I'm going to add to the podcast. You could do this on every one. Yeah, everyone little backstory and actually i know you stayed uh one of sam's good mates harry got married last weekend yeah. weekend for us last weekend last weekend and um sam is like a kid at christmas or anything big and i was, he was so sharing excited. a bedroom with so i was in the lounge with matty isaacs and john stewart and john was trying to sleep you woke up at 6 6 a.m i was like i was literally like a kid at christmas i was so excited and I was asking Matty, what was the question I asked Matty? It was a would you rather. You love a yeah, would you I rather. Yeah, I love a would you rather. So I'm adding a would you rather to the podcast. I can't remember what I asked Matt. Oh, no, it was would you rather work at Thorpe Park or Madame Tussauds? I said Madame Tussauds. Most people so said much Madame Tussauds. Um, but the would you rather for the September edition of Snakey's Tap Talk is would you rather drive a train or drive a bus? Okay. You can tell, we can get your answer another time. We'll leave the pod listeners with oh, that. Oh, so I don't say? No. Oh, I, I don't I want you, I don't want you telling people, I don't want you taking. What you think I would guide them with Yeah, I think people would listen and go, Victoria said that, so that's what I want to All do. Right. What would I say to the listeners? Yeah, so I'll do a little vote up on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. Victoria, thank you for joining me. Thank you for had no, me. You had no option really. You I had no option. With me. I'm, I'm, yeah, I guess, Obliged now that I'm yeah. married to you, contractually obliged. Instagram, Snakey's Tap Tour. 
Twitter, Snakey's Tap Talk. I'm going to try and keep updating. Keep following. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you dislike. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what you don't want to hear. Thank you. And buenos noches. (laughs) Adios. Adios.